This is why I love our church. Because it's not about one person. We're all the body of Christ. We all have different gifts and talents and testimonies and songs. And We're here. This is a, whenever we gather. It's a house of prayer. We're here to pray to the Lord and worship the Lord and connect with the Lord and not hear a lecture. And so I, I just thank you for... Thank you for all the brothers and sisters bailing me out today. Uh, you really, you really did. So I'll just uh, offer a couple verses, but let's pray. Father, thank you for loving us so much to send Jesus Christ, your beloved Son. And we lift up the name of Jesus because he is our senior pastor. He is our chief shepherd. He is the one who's shepherding us and teaching us and bringing life to us and joy. We pray, O Lord, that you would fill us with the Spirit and we would bear the fruit of the fullness of Christ through our lives. Thank you, Lord. We pray that you would speak now in this short while. In Jesus' name, amen. Matthew 23. Um, just uh, God is reminding me how to study Scripture and Andre mentioned um, John chapter 5. All of Scripture is about Jesus. In Matthew 23, we might look at this and say, okay, it's about the scribes and the Pharisees and, and bad leaders. But what we should see here is it's a pointer to Jesus. Because while the Pharisees, for example, in verse 4, they tie up heavy burdens... What does Jesus do? Matthew 11. He, he lightens our burdens. He takes our burdens. Um, the Pharisees and the scribes, they, they do all their deeds to be seen. Verse 5, they love the place of honor at feasts and the best seats in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplace. But Jesus, he is our humble teacher. He is a carpenter. For 30 years, nobody knew who he was. And then he came, and he could have come as a king, he could have come as a, as a professor, he could have come as somebody impressive, but he, to the world's eyes, he's a nobody. Uh, so humble, and he's not here to, uh, to attract attention uh, in, in the way the world attracts attention to itself. Uh, and then it says in verse 12, he, whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. The reason why we exalt Jesus every Sunday and through every day of our lives is because He is the humblest person who ever lived. And that is why God exalted Him to the highest place. And so we, as followers of Jesus, we too understand that we should humble ourselves and wait for the Lord to exalt us. And as I was listening to all the testimonies, one, one passage that came to mind was uh, Matthew 16, verse 13. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. 
as, as we were entering this new get decade and early January of 2020, I remember the first uh, word that the Lord gave to me. He told me it's going to be a diff difficult decade. And sure enough, uh, it's, it's, it's begun that way. And we're still in a very difficult time in, in human history. And it just seems like Satan, he is, he is ramping up his attacks. And, and there is a discouragement and a fatigue and, a, and just a what is happening and a, and a faith being sapped out of the, even the people of God. Uh, and I was encouraged by this uh, because... Uh, through inspiration, through revelation. This is not Peter studying something. It is just a revelation from the Lord. And, he, and when Jesus asked, who do people say that I am? And, and specifically to the disciple, who do you say that I am? Simon answered, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And people want to focus on Peter the person. Uh, and and, and it, it is the same mindset of of the pastor, the leader, and this is the person we follow. Here is the leader of our church, our denomination. This is the leader of this movement. And we love emphasizing uh, uh, individuals and persons. Uh, and, and even in the body of Christ, people make the mistake. Let's elevate Peter. Let's make him the leader of our church. But clearly, I think from this text, we understand that Peter is um, not being elevated, but his confession is being elevated. When he says, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, this is the rock-solid foundational statement on which God builds His church. And so every time we gather, uh, we, we proclaim that Jesus, you are the Christ. Jesus, you are the coming one. Jesus, you are the anointed one. Jesus, you are the son of the living God. You're not dead, but you're alive. You're resurrected and you reign in heaven and you're seated on the right hand of God. And Jesus is this type of uh, um, person whom we follow and we proclaim who he is and what he has done. And the encouragement here is that Satan wants us to think that we should be on the run. But here, if you have this confession that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Uh, it says, The gates of Hades shall not prevail. Uh, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And this is a picture of the church on the offensive. It's not because we're so great. It's not because we're so powerful or gifted. But if you believe in Jesus and you proclaim you are the, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, upon that profession, we are on the move. We're like the army of the hosts of heaven. And, and Satan, seeing a people of God who believe in Christ and who exalt the name of Christ, Satan actually cowers in fear of us. And so let's not be intimidated by all the attacks of Satan that are being uh, uh, put, put in our direction through, through media, uh, through, through politics, through news, through Hollywood. Let's not be intimidated by anything that Satan is doing. Let's keep on exalting Jesus. And the gates of hell will not prevail against the offensive church that's coming for Satan and rescuing people from his grip. Okay, let's pray. Father, we're so thankful uh, for all the testimonies of the brothers and sisters. Uh, we are all uh, members of the body of Christ. Not one of us is higher than another. We're all um, on the same level as children of God. And we are all 
uh, humble before one another out of reverence for Christ. And we exalt the name of Jesus. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And upon this profession that many of us proclaim today, you're going to build your church. And this church doesn't just stand here, but the church goes wherever you send us. We are your hands and feet. And so wherever Satan is in this world, we're going out and we're taking back territory. We're setting people free as we share our testimonies and the love of Christ. So Father, we ask, O oh Lord, that from this place you will send us out to the ends of the earth. Father, we pray as we humble ourselves that in due time you will exalt this church and so that we will proclaim Christ to the ends of the earth and, and we will ask the Lord of the harvest, send us we see that the harvest is plentiful, but there are so few workers. We ask, O oh Lord, that you will raise us up and send us out. You will promote us in your due time. Father, we just thank you. We praise you for who you are. We pray that you would minister to us as we, as we remember your body that was broken and your blood that was shed. And as we pray, we're going to partake in your Lord's Supper. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you.